Welcome back to another episode of Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have a very special guest with me today. Um, I'm so excited. She had time in her schedule to come onto the show. Um, I'm sure you guys saw her in her Sephora The Bali special. And if you didn't, you need to definitely go check it out. Um, so hi, Thanushka. Um, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for joining us. Hi, you, you, you guys are so sweet. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's truly our Super pleasure. Ex- very excited to be here. Um, so I actually wanted to invite you on and talk all about skin because you have amazing skin. <laughs> oh my, God. it's so crazy <laughs> that you're saying that because I'm actually going through a really bad skin reaction right now. Oh no. Um, but yeah, normally I do. I'm very blessed to have fairly good skin. It was, it's very genetic. My mom had really, really good skin. So, but yeah, no, I, I just had a reaction with a new product that I was trying. I don't know. I think it's just, I'm aging. So my skin is just becoming a lot more sensitive and I know that's normal as you age. So yeah. 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 No, I know. I've, uh, I hate when that happens because you can never figure out what did it. It's like, no, exactly. That's the thing. And it, it takes so long for like the reaction to go away. And by the time you can get an appointment with a dermatologist, it's like, it's not even there anymore. So it's like, it's so stressful. I love that you said that you still go to a dermatologist because I know so many people don't anymore. Like, I remember, like, back in the day when I had my acne breakouts in, like, high school, my parents were like, well, we don't know what to do. Yeah. (laughs) It it just wasn't a thing then, 100%. So, Tanishka, I want to ask you to tell us all about yourself because I would love to hear about your background and what got you started with with modeling and, you know, all the amazing Instagram work you do. I mean, your pages such a delight like every time I go on there I'm like super inspired I'm like going on to all the websites to buy new clothes (laughs) thank you oh my god um so yeah I started doing content creation as of this January would be starting my third year so I started doing content creation for I was I've been doing it for three years I also do freelancing on the side but um, I focus a lot of my, most of my time on uh, content creation. So I work with a lot of brands. I, I this past year, I started working with Sephora and yeah. um, I don't know, like I've always been into makeup. Like when I was younger, I used to do, I used to dance, uh, Natyam, it's like this Indian classical yeah. dancing. Um, yeah. And I always had to do my own makeup for all of my shows. So that's kind of where like the interest first sparked with makeup. It's just, I never thought I would pursue it because, you know, in our, like in my household, it's not seen as a normal job to have. Yeah. My, yeah. my, family my parents still are still understand. trying to figure out. My parents are still trying to figure out why I'm doing a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just never, they're never going to understand. It's like only when they see success. And I guess that's in the form of like, you know, monetary gain. That's yeah. when they'll look at it and be like, oh, okay, that's a, that, it's a job. But yeah, right. it's still, it's not what I'm doing is not valued as a job, but I'm doing what I love. So yeah. Um, but I started, yeah, like I said, three years ago, and I'm really happy to be doing this. I'm very glad I'm not working at regular nine to five. I had a regular nine to five before, and I just hated it, and I'm glad I made the decision to leave, but yeah. Um, yeah. What were you doing before? Where, where... It was such a random job. Like it, I worked at an, I think it was an engineering firm, but I had an administrative role. Mm. So it was very unrelated to what I even did in school. I graduated with a BA honors in kinesiology and minored in psych and then I worked as an admin assistant and it was just like a it was just kind of like a starting job out of university that I just got for the meantime just to kind of make money but 
just the idea of working a nine to five and working for someone else's business just I just never could understand so I this just this opportunity to start freelancing first came and my boyfriend he also the moment I ventured off into content like makeup he ventured off into videography and so our paths kind of just made sense and he started shooting a lot of my videos so that's kind of how I jumped into content creation and now I'm here I'm here now (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. And and congratulations on your immense success. I mean, this is thank you. So so huge as a South Asian woman to see your page and to see the amazing, you know, creations with your with your wardrobe selections and your just the beauty aspect of it. It's very inspiring. I mean, honestly, because I I mean, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have people to look at and be like, Oh yeah, I wanna be exactly like that. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Me, me too, actually. And that's, it's crazy because when I first started, like I didn't as when I first started uh, posting content, it was mostly makeup only like how, like maybe a year later, did I start posting like more cultural content, I guess I can say. Um, But it's crazy because I didn't even, I knew for me, like when I started getting into makeup, I knew there was a struggle to find, you know, shades that work for my skin. And it was always hard to find other uh, influencers and creators that fall in like my skin not just my skin tone but have the same skin concerns as me like a lot of South Asians that have my skin tone have hyperpigmentation and it's so hard to find those people as a reference so it was crazy because when I first started that was like the most like the common feedback I received is oh my god I finally have someone that I can look at and buy the same makeup and it, it really shocked me that other people were going through the same thing yeah, but, yeah. and then yeah. when I started getting into like you know researching the beauty industry and stuff I'm like damn it's really lacking like the yeah. representation so I'm I'm really glad that not just myself but there's so many other creators now that look like me that yeah. a lot of other the younger generation can look up to so I'm I'm really glad that it's changing it's definitely evolving well it's, it's awesome that you're doing your work I mean your work is really changing a lot of things Thank and you. I think um yeah and, and and you know the one thing I want to focus on is that um you know I love that you brought up the whole shade range thing because I think um, even as, you know, looking into like just being uh, Indian in general, I mean, our Mm -hmm. shades are always harder, I think, because our undertones are hard to match too, right? Like, it's not just like, um, you know, and and that's that's something that I think brands are not, I mean, they need to understand that it's not just about making another shade of brown. It's about like, you need to formulate it so it looks good on like, you know, for example, Indian skin or, you know, whatever. So yeah, yeah. I, I, so it, um, it, let uh, me let me shift focus. I want to talk all about the Sephora special because I'm not gonna lie. When I saw you, um, on that, I was like rooting you on. I was so oh. excited. <laughs> I mean, that Thank was you. huge. Like, I I yeah. think I messaged you. I was like, small step for Sanushka, but leap for Indian women. Like, it was hundred oh, really percent. Cool. So 100%. tell me all about it. Tell me all about that. Um. So like I prior to me getting that opportunity I was already on Sephora squad so there was three of us models myself Nero and Ankita that got asked to uh, be the models for the Diwali campaign mm-hmm. um, but yeah like I was the one out of the three of us that was on squad so I honestly I felt really honored that they reached out to me because there are other um, uh, South Asian Indian Sri Lankan women on the squad but yeah like I, I was very fortunate that they looked at me and they saw something in me to have me a part of the campaign but I was very honored because like, you don't see people specifically, like I, I'm Sri Lankan and a lot of us have very, very, very dark skin. You don't see a lot of our skin or our people like 
on ads or like in stores or on you know like all these media prints and things like that so right it was a very 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 surreal experience um such a, a great experience to so the team they were really amazing I'm glad that they were being very inclusive and they wanted to celebrate and it was uh support Canada's first ever Diwali campaign as well so oh. I'm glad that this honestly 2020 is a year of just change and like being more yeah. inclusive and yeah. I'm very glad that they finally took that step so it was I yeah. was very 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 honored to be a part of that campaign no I'm so happy they took that step because I think this is the first time I mean maybe I'm out of touch but it's the first time I saw um a, a beauty you know not just not a brand but I guess a, a distributor and it's mm-hmm. you know like Sephora do anything for Diwali I was like I saw Diwali special and I was like oh hell yeah you know because yeah even growing up in school I remember like I was hesitant to be like hey this is a, a holiday for me can I yep. take time off you know what I'm saying and yep. we never mm-hmm. got like the Christmas holiday that most people get so it was huge I mean th- it is a huge thing and it goes a lot further than just beauty it goes into recognizing that this is an entire population of you know people that we, we bring so much into the the culture of America you know what I mean so yeah and it was yeah. such a it was such a good message especially this year with COVID and all these like hardships that so many different communities are going through yeah. and like obviously Diwali is all about you know a new beginning and things like that so I really love the message that Sephora was trying to bring yeah. um, and they really made sure that when we were creating our content for it that we shared that message and shared like what we're grateful for and things like that so it was a very like it was a really, really good experience. It wasn't just about, like you said, it wasn't just about the beauty aspect. Right, right. And that's wonderful. I'm glad that you had a good, you know, like a good experience with all of that. That's really, really important. Yeah. So I want to I wanna ask you where your inspiration comes from because the styles that you showcase and, the, and model um, are so beautiful, but they're also very classically inspired, I've noticed, because I, you know, I, I love, you know, Oh, obviously I think every Indian woman in the world every South Asian woman in the world loves our designs and our and our you know what I mean like our yeah. our uh, uh what's the word I don't know um but yeah like how do you get your inspiration um for, Honest, for what you want like are, are you talking specifically just about like art like the traditional wear that I wear like the cultural aspect yeah, like, is that what you're yeah. okay um yeah. honestly it's just I kind of just look at like my wardrobe like my mom she had a whole collection of these vintage classic saris and like me and my sister just always used to go through her stuff and just collect things and put it put it aside and like I don't know like I I've I've noticed that anytime I do post a cultural look on my page my audience definitely they respond to that a lot better than just regular content so that's kind of why I do try to post as much cultural content as I can but in terms of style it's just like I think like growing up, I have always watched movies and I've always had my favorite actresses and I just loved how they dress. And it's just like kind of combining that with like, you know, like the Western, like how we dress on this side. Like I just kind of like do a fusion of things, I feel like, especially like whenever I design my blouses, things like that, I always try to do something different. And I I, I like, not, not, not stand out in a bad way, but I like standing out like in a very unique way. Like I like being different, I guess. So yeah. it's just, honestly, it's just what comes to mind. I just kind of go with the floor. I kind of like look at, my, I have a lot of clothes. So I kind of look yeah. at everything and I'm like, how can I pair these things together? And it's just, it's whatever, honestly, whatever comes to mind. But so when did, you, when did you figure out your style? Like um, were, at a young age, did you know, like, this is what I kind of like to wear? And this is because you have a very unique style. Like, like you said, it's like 
Western, like I've seen your Western posts too, like with the yeah. with your Western wardrobe. So it's it's really cool. I, lo- I love your style overall. So where did you get your inspiration from? Just like, honestly, it's so crazy to me because whenever I talk to people, they're like, yeah, you have a really distinct sty- style. But if you were to ask me what my style is, I don't even know what I would say because I feel like I wear so many different things. I dress in so many different ways. Like I, I, I like to pull off a very old school look like it was specifically talking like a cultural look. I like to pull off of old school vintage look. And then I like to dress very modern sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I, it's crazy because I don't know what my style is, but I don't know. Like I, there's, I just, I don't know. Like whatever makes me you feel You just gotta go with it. the flow. Yeah, literally, that's literally it. Like, it's not like I have one specific, I just, I don't feel like I have like one specific style. I feel like I, I could rock. Like I'm, I'm just that person I like doing everything so yeah I like trying different things it's not like I stick to just one look all the time I feel like I feel like that's the theme with women these days is we want mm-hmm. to be like every we want to do everything um I was talking yeah. to Dr. Dave Gunn the other day and she has this amazing mm-hmm. sweatshirt as part of her e-commerce site and it says <laughs> all I all I ever wanted was the world <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like it's so perfect that's like every woman yeah. I know <laughs> So that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. you just go with the flow with things. So um, I want to I want to discuss like your beauty routine because obviously mm-hmm. in a skincare podcast. So what is your skincare routine? Do you have one or do you just? Um, yeah, skin? like I'm still like every, obviously because I'm a creator. Like I I do get a lot of PR and so I'm always experimenting. I try to. There are like a few things that I keep in my routine that I've been using for like the last two years, but. Um, I for my morning routine I cleanse my face I also have an exfoliator um, that's one thing that I never used to have in my routine an exfoliator and I've realized how much and ex- how important an exfoliator is to get rid of all that dead skin off your face um, I use a serum and my like holy grail serum is the Estee Lauder advanced night repair I use that day and night um, I know it's a yes. night repair serum but I use it during the day too because it's for someone that has very very dry skin like that serum is like magic in a bottle like I I just it's so good so 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 good um I use a moisturizer eye cream and uh, sometimes honestly eye cream is one of those things that I don't feel like everybody needs even though it seems like it's something that's essential but um I I use an eye cream and then lip balm is like a must it's like my lips are cracked up to another level I just have very dry skin and then during the winter it's just that much more worse um and for my nighttime skin routine like because I wear makeup all the time like I literally use three different cleansers I use like a cleansing balm and I go between the pharmacy green clean and I go to uh, go um also use Huda Beauty's wishful cleansing balm um and I use a regular gel cleanser same thing exfoliator I don't exfoliate every day but depends if I do it morning or night I generally do exfoliating at night because I don't know. I just have this weird, like, I don't know if there's like some sort of science behind it, but I don't like exfoliating and then putting makeup on my face. Yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, so I like doing it does. at night. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also use uh, serum, same serum, uh, moisturizer, eye cream, lip balm. Same thing. Awesome. So it's pretty, I yeah. mean, it's pretty like minimalistic, but like efficient then. Like I like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I actually like my skin reaction that I recently just experienced was because I used a retinol product. So yeah, like I, I've been researching. It's one of those things that I've been researching for so long, because again, like I have pigmentation issues, I have dark spots, I would like to make sure that I'm taking care of those wrinkles and like fine lines. 
So I've been researching it. I know I have sensitive skin and I know retinol is something like depending on the percentage, it could really, you could really react really bad to it. So the one that I use, like I've heard really good reviews and it's a mixture with lactic acid and I thought it would be okay. But I think I just, I, for someone that has sensitive skin, I should have diluted it with my moisturizer, but I just put it directly on my skin and I use it twice in the span of a week and a half and my skin just went crazy. (laughs) Well, retinol is one of those, like, it's really tricky. Like, it's like everyone's coming out with a retinol product, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't trust every, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you have to really try that. And I think that's yeah. where a dermatologist really comes in because they yeah. can really prescribe you something good, right? So yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I hope you're, I hope it goes away. I hope you find something soothing that I you know. know it's it's getting better. It's a lot better than it was a couple of days ago. So it's it's obviously skin when you react, it takes a couple, it takes longer <laughs> for it to yeah. heal. So I'm letting, I'm well, taking a break. Try the, not to... um, I don't know if you've heard about the Saint Jane's uh, CBD serum, but that it's like magic in a bottle honestly Sa- sorry i've never heard of it it's the same okay sorry the same so saint jane is is like it's one of saint my favorite skincare companies and they have this uh beauty serum it's cbd infused it is okay. the most calming like oil beauty serum i think i've ever used in my life so I like I, I genuinely think you should try it it's it's beautiful but um i want to ask you um actually because you know in terms of just like uh growing up and you know like having to like kind of meld two cultures right I mean mm-hmm. was that something that you had to deal with because I know for me it was kind of difficult so like how did you manage that growing up in um you know in western culture but still maintaining your you know Sri Lankan uh, heritage it's actually crazy that you say that because it's I feel like up until like I wouldn't say content content creation definitely helped but it's not that I used to be embarrassed of my culture or whatever it's just I always felt like the need I, I'm sure a lot of people can agree the need to fit in with the western society so it's like uh I would keep whatever my culture was I'd keep that within my home like when it comes to food things like that but when I'm when I go out it's like I'm a whole different person and only after I started doing content creation posting all these cultural looks did I really feel like oh my god like this is something I need to embrace because my culture is beautiful so Yeah. yeah it's I I grew up being a very cultural person like um and religious as well yeah. um my parents were so that's kind of where I got it from um but but it was yeah. a private thing for you it was kind of like yeah, a ma- mainly yeah it was a private thing for sure yeah yeah um, I think I you know I think a lot of people can relate to that it's hard um kind of showcasing your culture because you know nobody wants the the you know the, yeah. there's so many ignorant people out there you know what I'm oh, saying so it's 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah I totally get um, that yeah. yeah I mean it there were like like in high school, for example, we used to have like cultural events and things like that. So there were events that took place as I was growing up where we were able to showcase our culture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's for the most part, I think it's like I grew up just not caring to be, you know, embrace it, I guess, when I was younger, yeah. growing up. Yeah. But yeah, now it's like a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, now it's in that. I mean, you know, I think we all need a little bit of, you know, like a drive right like I mean yeah. for me it was like the same way and I think that a lot of people can relate to that and then you yeah. know I'm sure someone's listening out there thinking the same thing so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so okay I want to ask you something really actually that's uh, you know it's very close to my heart and I I want to get your opinion um about yeah. this whole thing about the skin whitening creams in India and how mm-hmm. terrible that 
shit is. Like, I'm sorry, but it's terrible. Like, nobody should yeah. have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, yep. what do you feel about all of that? I mean, it's like, it's just such a mess. And I, and I, I don't want us to talk about it because no one talks about it enough, I think. A hundred percent. And it's, I was, uh, I don't know if victim is the right word, but I was, I, I, growing up, I was a lot, my skin complexion was a lot deeper than it is right now. Like I, cause I used to play sports and I would always be soaking the sun. So I, I used to get made fun of that. I was dark skin and I actually went out and bought fair and lovely and thinking that it was going to help me. And I'm, I live on the Western side of the world. So and yeah. here it's more accepted to be dark skin, but it still really affected me that because I'm I have two siblings, they're both on the fairer side. So yeah. I look like the black sheep pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's honestly like it's so hard for me the way I see it. It's it starts within the house. Um, you can't really blame. I don't feel like people can blame these ads and the companies. Yeah. I think parents and guardians, they it, they need to take it upon themselves to educate their children and let let them know that they you know are beautiful that the way that they are um and I feel like for me growing up and I feel like it's very very prevalent in the south in a south asian household we also get made fun of by our parents that were deeper skin like me like my my mom's very fair my dad's extremely dark and he oh he he'll just make fun of me like oh like you're dark skin and like it would always they don't realize that that takes a toll on our self-esteem and that also is why we feel like we're very like not confident about our skin so it's, right. I feel like it really starts within the household. And I know for me, like if I'm privileged enough to have children one day, that's something that I'm going to like, you know, make sure that they understand that they are beautiful, that they, they are and their skin complexion is beautiful. But yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's definitely something that needs to stop. Like, I know that there are a lot of petitions and things out there to stop like fair and lovely from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, and like all of these whitening creams and things like that, but it's, it's just really, it's, it's terrible. It's very, very much, true. I think it's much more deeply rooted than just a petition too. you know, it's like what you just said, it's almost ingrained in a culture and it's, yeah. it's really disturbing to me because I, when I first came to America, I'm not even going to lie to you, Sanishka, my first friends were black, like yeah. black girls were the nicest people to me, you know, yeah. they embraced me, they, they, mm-hmm. you know, showed me how to use lip balm or, you know what I mean? Just little things. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I fell in love with their culture and Mm -hmm. I fell in love with their hospitality and you know to me it goes beyond just uh you know a South Asian problem or whatever it's a giant slap in the face to every woman of color or man of color you know what I mean like it's just stupid like it just like you know it, it needs to end and I and I agree with you that you know we can't put the blame on the on the brands and whatnot but you know um the society right it's like you're not gonna get married if you're dark-skinned you're not gonna have this if you're dark it's like what the hell well it's also what's even on the south like in the south asian community like in cinema all you see are light-skinned actresses like why are all the females like light-skinned actresses most of them at least like anytime i watch a bollywood movie or in our in the tamil industries the Hollywood industry they're all freaking light-skinned and it's like there's not a single dark-skinned actress out there that's popular or booming where darker-skinned girls can look at them and be like oh my god I'm so inspired or I feel I feel like I see myself in them everyone right. is light-skinned and nothing has changed and ha- like the industry has been here for how many decades so it's right. like there's changes not just with these brands that are making the products but like these industries are like these huge companies that are also making it seem like, oh, you're only going to get these opportunities if you are light-skinned. 
So it's right. like, there's, there's right. so many changes that need to be in like so many different areas. Um, but yeah, yeah. there. No, I think honestly, and I love your point about the Bollywood industry because um, as much as I love Bollywood, I think we all do. Right. I mean, it's kind yeah. of ingrained in us, but um, one thing I really do not like is that, you know, even um, South Indian actresses, like, for example, like, you know, I'm not going to name any names. But there's a lot of South uh, Indian actresses that have are huge. Right. And they they're mm-hmm. literally they don't look at all like they're from South India. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I, I understand that, you know, beauty sells and I understand that, you know, you got to have the the prettiest girl for the for the, the film and all that. But there's so much beauty in you know a darker complexion and it feels Mm -hmm. in my mind I feel like I identify more with that anyways you know because a lot of the western like a lot of the westernization that has occurred in the south asian community I think um kind of stems from this whole you know almost whitewashing everything um in Mm -hmm. in the most literal sense and so that's a problem and that creates this like almost a divide even within that you know subcontinent because if you're not dark or if you're not light, you're not going to have these opportunities. I remember my dad, when I was young, he was talking about how, you know, even something like age is a problem in, you know, in India, it's like, you can't get a job after you're a certain age. If you're a woman, like yeah, that kind of shit. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's such mm-hmm. a problem. The whole society is a problem with these little things. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm glad you commented on that. And I really, um, I thank you for that because I know that, no um, you know, pages like yours and, and, and you know, people like yourself, like, th- you really are kind of paving the way for a lot of young women. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure your followership, you have a lot of, you know, teenage girls that are like, oh, my God, you know, I love her style. And I love how she's so proud of, like, you know, herself. And I that matters. That's really, in my mind, on the ground level, doing the work kind of thing, right. you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, um, so thank you so much, Tanushka. This was really nice. I, I really enjoyed talking to you because I don't get this opportunity every day to, um, you know, yeah, to get this uh, new perspective. So thank you so much for your time and coming onto the show. It's meant the world to us. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a pleasure. And um, what's your, can you shout out your um, Instagram handle for everybody out there so they can definitely go check you out? So it's my name. It's thenuska.s. So it's T-H-A-N-U-S-K-A dot S. Perfect. Everybody go check out her page. I promise you will be inspired and you will go shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so so sorry in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, it's, it's, it's going to happen, but no, um, thank you again. And leave us some comments on the podcast art for this. If you have any questions for Tanishka, I will pass them along to her um, if she has the time. And um, yeah, let us know what you think. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Ekta. Um, I wanted to pop in and share this awesome line I discovered about two months ago with you guys. Uh, Fresh Chemistry is a brand founded by a woman of color. Now Nisha is very dedicated to her her craft and her vision and it really, really shows in her line. Um, the idea behind Fresh Chemistry is that you're receiving product in its inactive form. Now when you get it, you're allowed to mix in the, all the um, the active components in the formulation together. And once you mix it, it's the whole serum is good for four weeks. And what I mean by that, it's going to be at its most potent form for four weeks. 
I've been using this for about three weeks now, and I can definitely say I have seen a visible reduction in my fine lines on my forehead. That is my most, um, you know, troubled area in terms of wrinkles and fine lines, and I'm just, I'm, I'm so thrilled that I've seen these results firsthand. I know that a lot of websites, like beauty websites, are like, you know, 99% of women said that they felt like their skin was brighter. You know, those kind of results are not something I've ever kind of gravitated towards, so to be able to use a line and then really see my own results and and share them with you is a huge and a huge experience for me and I'm I'm so grateful for this opportunity. So um, if you guys are interested in checking out Fresh Chemistry, you can go onto their website and purchase any of their beautiful products. Nisha has been very kind and offered us code um, so enter in Anarchy10, all one word, to receive a little bit of money back on your order. Um, and I don't get any commissions from that, by the way, just putting that out there. But yeah, it's a beautiful line. I've definitely seen a change in my overall skin health. It's, you know, I just, I love seeing products like this because the entire idea here is to make skincare more skin health oriented, right? I mean, in my mind, that's what I, that's why I feel is really missing in the industry. So yeah, without further ranting, I just wanted to tell you guys about Fresh Chemistry. Please, please, please go check them out on Instagram. Check them out on um, any platform you can find them on. It's a great, great brand, and I would love to see all of us get behind it. So thank you so much, and stay tuned for this episode coming up. I'm hoping you love it as much as I did. <laughs>